from Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected this. Stepping up, stepping up. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't talk to him. He's a little twerk. All of this is unimportant to me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell you something right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives. Fabulous. Going with the wind, fabulous. Now, here is your host. Hey guys, welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives, a Housewives podcast from right here at Us Weekly, where we break down all your latest Housewives news, give you exclusive interviews with your favorite ladies, and dish the dirt on all things Real Housewives related. I'm your host, Christina Garbaldi. And I'm your co-host, Joe Drake. And this week we have a great show for you guys. We are sitting down with Heather and Terry Dubrow and Steve Krugel from the Instagram account you need to follow, Faces by Bravo. We'll get to all that in just a minute, but of course, we have to first get you up on all your Housewives news and... Like always, we have a lot going on, Joe. A lot going on. Well, uh, we have to start with a new housewife has a new, not a new housewife, but we have a new housewife's mugshot, I should say. Yes. But in <laughs> this to the list. Added to the list, but in this case, it's for a great cause, so I totally support it. I'm sure everyone out there has heard that Portia Williams was arrested this week during a protest for Breonna Taylor. We've talked about her on the podcast before. She is continuing the good fight and really dedicating her time, especially in quarantine, to fight for Black Lives Matter and especially for Breonna Taylor. She was arrested after participating in a protest on Tuesday, July 14th. She was taken into custody in Louisville, Kentucky. So clearly she traveled from Atlanta. Right. The group of protesters were assembled outside the Kentucky Attorney General's office or home, I should say, Daniel Cameron. There was 87 of them in total, including Portia Williams. But what I love about this is Portia... Clearly, her name was put out there because she is well-known from the Housewives, but she wanted press to know that she didn't want the story to be about her arrest. She wanted to make sure that Brianna Taylor's name was included in the stories, and it was mm -hmm. keeping the focus on the movement, and I think that's really commendable. I really think so, too. Like you said, I mean, she's she's been out there. She's been out there from the beginning, supporting Black Lives Matter, getting the word out there, educating people and doing what she thinks is right and what is right. So I think yeah. that's great. And, you know, Candy told Extra that she's really proud of Portia because she's keeping Breonna Taylor's name out there. She's on the front line. She's risking herself. And, you know, I think she's setting a great example for her kid as well. Absolutely. And I yeah. think just going back to the mugshot for a second, clearly we've seen Luann looking a little mm -hmm. drunk, some other... Yeah. Portia looks like such a boss in hers. Like, she's like, I am here to make a difference, bitches. Mm -hmm. Let's go. It's yeah, just, she's like, I'm hanging this one on my wall. Totally. It's, it's great. It's great. It really is. Well, speaking of Candy, she actually said that they started filming Real Housewives of Atlanta again, which is kind of crazy because I feel like this just wrapped up. Like, we just had the reunion. Uh, who knows? It could have been six months ago. All the days seem the same, but I feel like it wasn't that long ago. No, not at all. They just <laughs> did the Zoom reunion, which I'm still thinking about because I thought they really nailed it. And it was so exciting to watch all three parts. But yeah, they're back to filming. And Candy said that they're getting tested constantly because they have to make sure that everyone remains negative from the coronavirus. So yeah. I'm not sure what that entails. You know, I just had to get the nose swab recently after uh, going home to see some family. And I had to wait seven full days for the result. So I'm not Did sure. You really? this, yeah, I'm not sure how this works for people that are constantly needing to get tested. Because like, what if you get tested and then the week goes by and it's like, oh, well, I'm positive, but I was around so and so and 
all these other people. I don't know. Right. I, I know. It's to wait a week. I actually had to get it done. It okay. was it was crazy because they told me that like if you don't hear from us, because oh. we have so we're doing so many tests, if you don't hear from us, you're fine. So I have no oh. idea how long that would have even taken. But wow. they said if you don't hear, maybe if you don't hear in like 48 hours and or if you hear from us in 48 hours, then you have it. But I don't know. Who knows? I feel like it's different all over the place. It's very yes. It's very crazy. But like you said, like if you get tested and then you're around somebody within that week that you're waiting for results, you could get it. So it makes no sense. It really does. crazy. I mean, I'm just glad that we have the tests and at least that's an option now. And I do think from a production standpoint that they're doing the right thing, obviously, by testing these people for them to be around each other. And I also think, too, with them filming Housewives, there is a way for them to maybe get together for quote unquote lunch or in each other's house and be a little socially distant. Right. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So it's going to, it's definitely going to be interesting. I mean, we're already seeing it with their confessionals, how the coronavirus coronavirus (laughs) has taken um, an effect on it, which I'm loving these at home confessionals. There's a show in there just in in itself. It really is. It really is. It's really great. But like we said, Dallas is filming Jersey starts at the end of the month. Atlanta started. So who knows about Salt Lake? I feel like we've just kind of forgotten about Salt no, Lake. No, literally. They made the huge <laughs> announcement at BravoCon last year. And I think I knew they started filming before the pandemic hit, but I, like no one is talking about what's going on. So no. maybe they just ceased production altogether and hoping it just goes away for the time being. I don't know. We'll see. We'll <laughs> yeah. see. All right, let's move on over to New York uh, because this is a fun little New York reunion. Andy Cohen and Bethany Frankel were hanging out. Of course, they were socially distant, but... You know, maybe they were talking about her coming back to New York. Who knows? I know. I think Housewives fans around the world were kind of surprised to see this picture. I know I kind of excited me a little bit because Bethany obviously is an OG. Andy is the king of the Housewives and they've known each other for a long time. So it's just sort of like fun to see that they would still want to hang out together, even when Mm -hmm. the cameras aren't rolling or even if she's not on Watch What Happens Live. Both of them are quarantining in the Hamptons. So it does make sense that one of them called the other and was like, hey, do you want to have a drink outside from six feet apart? I don't know. (laughs) What I do want to know is what they're what they talked about. I do. I'm me too. I wonder if they were talking about this season because it's a doozy. <laughs> I mean, how how housewives didn't get brought up would be beyond me. Oh, it has to. They right? have to talk about housewives. Yeah. They have to. Uh, if only we were a fly on the wall. I know. Okay, moving on to our favorite story of oh. the week. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. god, this is this is what we needed in 2020. I'm this just not gonna lie. <laughs> okay, so Elise from Real Housewives of New York, was asked to do a cameo for one lucky fan for $25. This is the best $25 that anybody has ever spent in their life. (laughs) So so they were literally talking shit about Ramona. I'm not even, I can't even do it justice to um, explain it correctly. So I think that we should just play it. And and so everybody can hear the audio. Take a listen. Ramona, with I've got 50 best friends. Well, guess what, bitch? Now she's down to 49 because I am out. You want a little tea on Ramona? Wait till you hear why she says that she can't meet a man. Listen to what she says. Come here. I have a friend who wants to give you a little tea on why Ramona can't meet a man. <laughs> she shits during sex. Oh, no, no, no. 
All right. Well, well, okay. Okay. So, yes. So, they said that Ramona <laughs> defecates during sex. Pretty much. Like, I can, like, it's one thing for the housewives to talk shit about each other, no pun intended, but, like, <laughs> the fact that they... I, I was, like, so confused and, like, I'm like, did I hear that correctly? I know. Like, it was did, just so shocking. It was shocking. And, like, and the fact that, like, going back to, like, this this girl just ordered a cameo, like, <laughs> I, just, it, I don't know. It's crazy to me. It really is. But what happened afterwards, I think, is even better, right. maybe. So Ramona then responded saying, you know, this is just bullying, that, right. that Elise and Leah are really bad examples for their daughters. And right. of course, she denied the whole thing. Deny, deny, deny. Of course, yes. she's going to deny that. But then Leah came back Ooh. with the greatest response of all time, right, Joe? Yes. She said, at Ramona Singer, okay, geriatric Regina George, <laughs> aka Miss All Lives Matter, don't worry about the example I set for my daughter. She has an open mind and heart, treats all with respect, doesn't see people or treat people as less than, sees every race, religion, sexuality as equal. Elise was your actual friend, no idea why. You don't deserve Elise. And in the wonderful, I think, Leah's new tagline should be, oh, hell no, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Oh, my God. Such a great response. But then Elise kind of gave a little bit of a backstory. She also commented saying, you know, nobody was supposed to see this besides the person that did the cameo. And what she was going to say. Oh, yeah, say, I forgot about that point. That yeah. was just supposed to be a private thing. <laughs> right. So this was supposed to be a private thing. But she said what she was going to say is that Ramona can't get a man because she's only looking for the 1% and doesn't believe in like online dating, which we heard last night in the oh. um, in the episode, which we're going to get to a little bit later. Yeah. So that's what was supposed to happen. But then Leah dropped this bombshell. <laughs> I also love too, like aside from like the she shits during sex, geriatric or June George, all that good stuff. The fact that I didn't even know that Leah was there and she pops in. I'm like, wait, Elise and Leah are hanging out. Right. Yeah. That I was another you know shocker. I thought that was another shock shocker because you know what? Well, who knows? They're newbies. Maybe they bonded over that. True. Together. True. But we got to get Elise back on this podcast. Because we do a, a ton more that we need to talk about with her. I think when we talked to her a few episodes ago, she was being a little coy about she her involvement. Was. Like she's legit on the show. Oh, one hundred percent on the show. <laughs> like they need to, they need to give her an apple next year yes, because she yes. is, she is there. She is yes. on the show, and we are loving every single second <laughs> of it. All right, let's move right along to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So. This was interesting. So yeah. Jenny Kramer, of course, we know her. She's a country singer. She hosts the Wind Down podcast. Well, she admitted while she was talking to Melissa Gorga and Joe Gorga that she actually auditioned for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills while they were in quarantine, she and her husband, Mike. Yeah, I don't this, know how I feel about this. I don't either. At first, I thought when I was reading this story, I thought she kind of said it like, as a joke, like we were bored, right. so we made an audition tape. But the more I read into it, to me, it sounded like maybe the producers reached out to her because she said the opportunity to audition came to them during quarantine. So it didn't sound like just like a idea they had when they were bored. It sounded like a little bit more legit, right? It did. It did sound a little bit more legit. It's. I like. I. I really, really like Jana. We've uh, spoken a couple times. She's yeah. Fantastic. I don't really see her fitting in with these ladies. No. Though. She did say that she's friends with Teddy. 
which is, you know, great, but I don't really see her meshing too well with all the women. She does have a backstory. Of course, she and her husband, Mike, have been through a lot together, you know, infidelity rumors and well, the infidelity, they confirmed that he cheated on her. But so yeah. they, they do have a, a There's backstory. something there. Yeah. There's something there, but I think that maybe she would be better for something else. I don't know. Yeah, like they could have their own sort of reality show, maybe not even on Bravo, but just, I don't know, somewhere. I mean, right. she, she did say that they hadn't heard anything and they like, maybe we're just boring people. I don't know, right. which I think right. could be. I, I mean, I wouldn't say that they're boring, but like you said, fitting in with the Beverly Hills crowd. I don't know if that works. I mean, they're a Nashville based couple, you right. know, so, yes, they I are think, Nash- so they would have to make the move. They would have to make the move. But like that gave me the idea. Aren't we long overdue for a Real Housewives of Nashville? I feel like Nashville is like the place. I'm actually surprised that they didn't do Nashville and doing Salt Lake City instead. Like I would right. prefer Nashville kind of. I feel like that's where like everybody's going. And, yes. you know, you have Kristen Cavallari. Maybe that she could do it. Yes. She's in Nashville. Jana Kramer. I feel like so many people are kind of flocking to Nashville. I think that would be like a great first next it, step. Yeah, it's such a fun town. It's sort of like an untapped resource in the housewives world. I feel like I don't know yeah. why I didn't think about this before. I actually want to give a shout out to my friend Vanessa, who lives in Nashville. She has an amazing husband, two adorable kids, and she has this really great group of friends. They go on group outings. They're a bunch of cute couples. I feel like there could be a lot of drama there. I'm like, I could pick a cast right now for them. I got to call Andy. Totally, totally, (laughs) totally. Well, um, speaking of drama, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion taped on Thursday night. And based on some Instagram stories and some tweets, it was dramatic as always. Well, I got, first of all, let me just say, (laughs) it better be dramatic because, again, I'm feeling a little lackluster about the season of Beverly Hills. I know, I really am too. But jumping (laughs) off of that, because Lisa Renna just went on Instagram after the reunion and she actually said, reunion was bullshit today. I've never said that in six years. I guess cease and desist work. Meaning, because obviously Denise had oh, a right. assist, so maybe the ladies couldn't say as much as they usually do. So uh, I don't know. I mean, and then Garcelle also tweeted that the reunion was hard. Teddy posted a morning after selfie, which, uh, you know, it, <laughs> it takes, I'm sure, to, yeah, it takes a lot out of her. She's like, woke up day after the 13-hour re- reunion, feeling fresh as a daisy, ready for a productive day. And that picture is anything but. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm kind of gl- glad Rena said that because, hey, if you're, might as well just call it out. If you're not able to go there, just be like, this was a waste because yeah. A, wonder- that's what everyone wants to hear. And B, that's kind of their, not even kind of, that is their job. Like, unpack yeah. the drama, people. Sure. <laughs> now, I wonder if Denise is going to be asked back next year. If, like, she's got all, like, these limitations and restrictions and now right. it's desist. I can't imagine that. Bravo would be thinking that this makes for good TV anymore. And hey, maybe that's why people were seeking out the likes of Jana Kramer, like an already known famous person, because Denise is sort of that already known famous person on the show or the new one, I guess. So maybe they're trying to fill that slot. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's very true, which is, it seems like that's what they cast on Beverly Hills. I mean, Garcelle, obviously an actress, you know, Denise, Lisa, Eileen is an actress as well. So they tend to go for people that are a little bit more well-known. Definitely. So we'll see. I don't know. Drama, I can't wait. Um, 
And then, you know, wrapping up our news, uh, Megan King Edmonds, or should I say Megan yeah. King now? Megan she King. finally has dropped the Edmonds after all this time. So maybe this chapter can be officially closed. <laughs> yes, she dropped the Edmonds from her social pages and posted, please allow me to reintroduce myself, Megan King. <laughs> But I wonder, Finally. does that mean, I wonder if she did it legally. I, I would imagine. Yeah. I would probably, because maybe this, you know, it maybe took some, a little bit of time to get all the paperwork done, especially because of everything going on with the coronavirus. Right. So maybe finally she got her paperwork filed and that yeah. chapter can be officially closed. Definitely. I know you and I are both over it. <laughs> we are over it. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's move on to our clip of the week. There are so many to choose from this week. <laughs> there are so many to choose from. But I guess going along with what Leah claimed Ramona did, does during sex, I should say, let's talk about uh, what Leah admitted right. herself to do with a certain prince. Let's take right. a listen. Yeah. He was so nice. He was actually very nice. I met him in Spain. Yeah. Right. We hung out for right. a week. Right. He came to New York. Not to eat on him. Literally? Yeah, literally. It's not like I make a habit of peeing on people, but, you know, like, when am I going to have the chance to pee on a prince again? Listen, when you're in a hot shower, don't Are you we pee? talking about peeing on people right now? Yeah. She peed on a prince. And you're both... On a prince? No, I haven't peed on a prince. I've had prince boyfriends, but I never peed on yeah. one. Well, that's clean fun. I, don't judge me. I don't Listen, judge you. If you're anything. in the shower, if you're in the shower yeah. with I'm your right ready, now, ready to give you a trophy. If, if you're <laughs> you know, Leah, oh Leah lets it all hang out there. So she peed on a prince. Not she, many people can say that. <laughs> she peed on a prince. That I love that Luann was like, oh, I've, I've dated a prince. I've never peed on a prince. <laughs> right. I mean, oh, Leah, Leah is just, we say it every week, but the perfect addition to Housewives. I mean, I think she's got to be one of the most unfiltered Housewives of all time. Oh, she really is. She's fantastic. I love that she just brought over some random bartender oh, yes. in the Berkshires. Like, and okay. I do understand. She's like, let's add a straight guy to the mix. Because all it was was the Housewives <laughs> and two gay guys and, right. and Dorinda's sister, Melinda. Like, let's spice it up. I, I kind of agree with her. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, let's move on to our interviews of the week. Uh, kicking us off, we recently spoke to Terry and Heather Dubrow. And obviously, Heather has been off of Real Housewives of OC for quite some time. And it looks like as soon as she stepped away from the cameras, she turned off Bravo and never watched it again, which is very interesting. So take a listen to this. I mean, do you still keep up with all the Housewives drama? I know because there's been a lot of OC drama lately. You know what? I, I haven't watched the show since I left. Yeah. I didn't watch before and I haven't watched since I've left. I keep up with a bunch of the girls. I've run into some of them, but not the day-to-day of it. You know what? For me, my memories of it, you can call it revisionist history if you like, but all my memories are very positive. Mm-hmm. It was an amazing period of time. Five years is a long run on a show. It was an incredible platform for so many other things that I've done. And uh, I'm really grateful for it. Yeah. Do you, were you surprised that Tamara and Vicky are no longer on the show? I mean, yes and no. They're both such incredible people and characters. I hate to refer to them as characters, but but there's so every year I would say 
what they have to be done. Like, and there's always something else. Like there's always something going on in their lives. They're just rich with, with, uh, you know, situations and things that are fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I think everything comes to an end at some point. The thing about housewives is I, I've always thought that the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And so the franchise will live on and the parts sometimes need to keep moving and changing. And it, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then one more question, you know, they're no longer friends with Shannon, it seems like. And I know that you had kind of like a similar situation. Do you think that maybe she was just friends with them because of the show? Oh, I didn't know. They're not friends? Well, yeah. I, apparently now uh, Vicky and Tamara have been trying to call Shannon and she's not calling her back. She's friends with Kelly again. So lots of drama. She's busy. You know, yeah. she's got things in her mind. You know what? The thing... You know what, but the, you know what the thing is? The thing is, is that when you're on the show and people don't realize this, when you're, when you're filming, I mean, they're not filming right now, so I don't know what's going on, but when you're filming, you get into this bubble. It's very strange and you kind of ignore your outside world and you just deal with what's going on there. I don't know what's going on in this particular situation, but um, I've run into Shannon. We don't have any issues or anything. I do keep in touch with Tamara a lot. I know her CBD company's doing smoking business, so I'm super happy for her. And, you know, I just wish them all the best. We weird, we live sort of in the same community, but we only see them on planes. <laughs> oh, my God, that was so funny. We were coming home from Minnesota. We have a skincare line, Consult Beauty and Consult Health, that we sell on Shop HQ, broadcast out of Minneapolis. And so we were, this was like, what, four or five months ago? I, I saw, yeah, we saw them. And I saw we were, Shannon going to Colorado once. I saw, we get on the plane, and there's Shannon, Tamara, and Eddie. We saw Kyle Richards in Aspen. Yeah. That's so funny. Like six That's degrees with housewife separation. It's true. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Heather said that she really had no idea that Shannon and Tamara and Vicky weren't friends anymore. And she never watched the show again after leaving, which I think is interesting. I don't know if I believe her. <laughs> right. I don't know if I believe her either. You have, to, you have to catch up a little bit with all with what your friends are doing. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to avoid. And, you know, they're in showbiz. I mean, they've come to our studio. I actually love them. They are I love the them. sweetest people. They're, they give a great interview. They have a great time. I just feel like since they're sort of in the circle and still live out there, like how is she avoiding any? of this sort of so-called news i don't know who knows i have no idea but (laughs) but she's doing it yes well let's get right into it now we want to welcome steve by the instagram account faces by bravo if you guys are not following this account i don't know what you're doing you need to do it immediately it's hysterical it's great and we're so excited to have steve with us to help us break down all things housewives and tell us a little bit about himself. So Joe, you want to kick us off? Yeah. So Steve, tell us your background because I've been following faces by Bravo for a long time, but clearly this had to start somewhere. Yes. Yes. So, um, I'm actually a nurse and I I don't work. Yeah. I don't work in like the entertainment space at all. And I just love housewives. I love Bravo. And, you know, I, felt one day that, you know, brunch can't be my only hobby. So (laughs) I sort of made this as an outlet to sort of create humor, discussions of housewives, discussions of Bravo, because there is this huge Bravo community that people, you know, you have the people that love to watch housewives, but then there's the people that love to like really dissect it even further. Right. Right. So I just saw it as a fun space to have that, but also find the humor and everything that we see on television. For sure. Well, thank you for your service as a nurse, by the way. And this 
in 2020. Yeah, 2020 is wild, huh? Yeah, it really is. I'm so happy that we have some housewives to kind of entertain us a little bit during this crazy time. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, so you just reached 100,000 followers. I mean, congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. Any notable Bravo, Bravo celebrities follow you? A lot of the housewives do, actually. Yeah, I'm sure. I would say most of Beverly Hills... A lot of Orange County. Oh. I would say a lot of the housewives do. Do you remember your first housewife follow? Ooh, I <laughs> I know my first Bravo celebrity follow was Captain Sandy. Oh. And then, yeah. And then my first housewife, I want to say, was either Dorinda. Oh, Monique Samuels. No, it was Monique Samuels. Oh, nice. Oh, we yes. have her coming up on the podcast in a few weeks because Potomac's coming back. We can't wait. Yeah. Yes, I love Potomac. Love. I've been an OG stan since episode one, season one. Like, I love it. I love that. Any notable people that don't follow you housewives-wise? <laughs> Carol Radswell. Ooh, that's a tough one to get, I think. Yeah. She blocked, yeah, she blocked me. <gasps> no! And then Kim Zolciak. Oh. Definitely do not. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> They're not big fans, I guess. I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> well, they so are missing funny. out because your success got you into BravoCon, the first ever, right? Yes, that was so awesome. It was the best weekend ever. I, you know, I think everybody was like so unsure of how it was all going to be because, you know, they announced it and then we were like not hearing much. And then, you know, it just felt like, how, how is this first con going to be? Right. And when I got there, it was just so beautifully done, seamlessly done. The energy was everything. And I was exhausted by the end of the weekend, honestly. Oh, but it, it, was, it was incredible. But I, I agree. It was totally seamless. Everyone didn't know what to expect. They're like, oh, Bravo's mm-hmm. doing a con. This is going to be a mess. But it totally. was anything but a mess. And I'm I'm kind of sad. Obviously, a lot of things are being canceled due to the pandemic this year. But I'm like... They need to do another Bravo con. <laughs> I feel like yeah. it's coming. I feel like they have the wheels turning. And I just, I have, a, like, my gut feeling says that there's going to be one. It, but obviously, we got to get through this. Definitely. Pandemic. So did they reach right. out to you and say, like, come do press? Or how did that work? They have Bravoholic influencers, I guess. Okay. They call it, and they gave all of us sort of like a, a press pass, essentially. For oh, the fun. Yeah, it's it was I was so grateful because I mean, I did before I knew that that was happening. I did try to buy a ticket and I I didn't realize they were going to sell out like that that quickly. Right. Because I was getting off night shift and they so on my time, it was like 7 a.m. when they were going on sale. So I'm giving a report on my patients. I get on at (laughs) 7.30. No way. Like, all tickets were gone in, like, a minute. (laughs) And they weren't cheap, if you remember. Mm -hmm. Right? That was just crazy to me. I sort of thought BravoCon, it would be, like, $40. Nope. Totally. (laughs) That would be my one recommendation for anyone going, if there would be one in the future, is spend the money on the VIP, because... I do feel like when you were waiting for like photo ops, if you were in line, you might be missing like a panel or something. And there's a chance you still might not get a picture with somebody because they would like, Mm -hmm. they would have a certain time allotted, but 
Right. You couldn't get everyone through, you know? Yeah. Right. So the VIP, you could go straight through. So I'd say pay the money for the VIP. Yeah, save your coins. Save your coins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. All right, well, let's let's dive into these uh, seasons that are currently on. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of New York. What are your current thoughts on Beverly Hills? Because Joe and I are oh. a little torn. Sometimes we like it. Sometimes we're <laughs> like, where is this drama that you guys have been hyping yes. all season? And we've been waiting for it. And it's just not there. Uh, I have my thoughts. I have my thoughts. Okay. <laughs> so I am living for this season of Beverly Hills, to be honest. Really? Really? Oh, I am. Because you know what? I have... So Beverly Hills was my favorite franchise of all time for the longest time. And then after season five, it's just gone down. Like, it's, yeah. it's, ne- it's always harping on one thing. Right. For a whole season. And... Honestly, I can't, I never thought I'd say this because I used to think, you know, like LVP was the face of Beverly Hills, but right. honestly getting her not coming back has, I think, changed the whole energy and reinvigorated it in a, mm-hmm. m- a very positive way. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't disagree with, with you. I mean, to be honest with you, when you just said LVP, like I, as I'm watching the season, I like forget she's not there. Like I'm just right. not thinking about her. Exactly. And yeah. you know, I, I can't believe I'm saying this again, but I wish they would have gotten rid of her sooner, to be honest. Right. Like, I think that's what I had. I had the rose colored glasses on for sure and thought there's no way she's doing anything behind the scenes kind of deal. Yeah. But, um, I, I think she had this sort of caused this sort of tension amongst the group that oh, for sure is gone now. And I right. just never thought that that would be the case. But Definitely. Um, it's amazing. So this season, it's the feud that is sort of being drawn out, I would say. It's a weird hill for everyone to die on. <laughs> you know what <laughs> right. I mean? Yeah. Because as much as like I get what I get sort of get what they're saying on Rinna's side, but also the way it's being shown is like literally she just doesn't want you to talk about sex in front of her kids. And that's not like a hard thing to do. So, no, that, like, that's what we've been saying. It's like, Denise, yeah. for my opinion, it's like, Denise is just asking the other ladies to not talk about sex in front of her kids. That should be like, everyone should nod their head yes and move on. Exactly. <laughs> I don't, I really don't understand. And I I think from this week's episode, it made me see Rena's point of view a little more because you could tell she was trying to not break the fourth wall right. in that conversation. And she was like, I don't know what she was saying. It, they were like talking about how she didn't want her kids to see this or something like that. And Rina was like, well, you know, they watch TV. <laughs> like, no, right. Like, kind of hello. Yeah, exactly. Like, so this I is being that. filmed. <laughs> exactly. Like, your kids saw everything that you said last season. They're going to see everything you're saying this season. So it's, I, I see a little bit of both sides. Definitely. Well, let's move on to The Real Housewives of New York because I got to say, I don't know if you agree, but last night's episode was so good. one of the best of the season. If not, will be it a memorable so episode of all time. What do you think? Manic. <laughs> Manic. <laughs> Insane. See, I love it. I, I feel like overall... The viewers are giving it sort of like a, a hard time this season uh-huh. because people are saying there's no direction, which I agree there's no direction, but this is the only franchise that I give a pass on that. 
Because these totally. are like comedy queens. Like we don't, they not, don't we don't want them to have direction. Totally. <laughs> no. Literally, they can do whatever they want because they make me laugh so hard with right. anything they do. I don't need a, a full storyline. Just no. do what you do, and I laugh. So for me, I thought it was everything. I thought it was hysterical. Lou attempting to shed a tear, but dramatically <laughs> crying was really funny to me last night. No, that was good. I was watching with my roommate and we were looking at each other. I'm like, do you see actual tears? Uh, I actual don't. tears? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. Yes. I mean, like maybe in the when she was outside, but in that bedroom when she was doing the dramatic. <laughs> right, with stuff, the noise. Yeah. Oh my God, it was so good. <laughs> and then Sonia falling out of a chair, like, of course. Yes. You, you know, there's, it's not an episode of Housewives where Sonia is not drunk and falling. So Right. Right. What do you think of the of the addition of Leah? Love, love, love. It's so funny because, you know, I both Beverly Hills and New York got rid of two power players right. in the game, right? And so I think when that happens, viewers are always, they're not going to look at those people as like their own individual people. They're going to have in the back of their mind, like, oh, this is Bethany's replacement or, oh, this is LVP's replacement, right? right? right. And I think Leah was could not have been a better replacement for Bethany because she has that like wit and humor like Bethany. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's more carefree to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. And less wound up. And I actually I live for her. And I don't think there's ever been a housewife that has had as warm a reception as Leah as I on agree. their first season. Totally agree. I, I was totally just telling agree. Christina earlier Leah has got to be one of the most unfiltered housewives ever. And that's totally saying something because there's a lot of unfiltered people on the show. (laughs) Totally. And I actually, I would live for Heather Thompson to come back and I would love to see the vibe with Leah and Heather. I think they would be such a cool duo. Definitely. Oh yeah. I love seeing Heather Mama Thompson. She was everything. I think she's such an underrated housewife. And I'm sad that she ever left because I thought she was so good for the show. Yeah, I just appreciate when the older cast members come back, whether it's Beverly Hills, New York, name a season, name a city, mm-hmm. I don't care. But when when you get that cameo from an old school person, it's like, it's just a breath of fresh air. <laughs> it really is. I, I, I loved seeing the OGs come back on Beverly Hills this week as well. Definitely. Um, I we needed Taylor Armstrong and we needed a fat burger stand though. I'm, I'm pissed about that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> totally. I mean, what are you looking forward to housewives wise in the future? Cause we have Potomac, we have Salt Lake, we have, you know, New Jersey's going to start filming at the end of the month. So we have a lot to look forward to. Well, I will say Potomac. I am the most excited for season five is going to be the best season out of all of them. From what I've heard. It, yes. I mean, I, it's going to be intense. And I think I honestly will say Potomac is the best franchise that's there right now. I used to say like New York will never be topped, but I think Potomac has consistently delivered at least, I I liked season one, but a lot of people don't, but at least two through five have just been so good and they just keep getting that, or sorry, two through four. And then five is going to be even better. They really have nailed the formula with their cast and they haven't gotten to a point where they're producing too much, you know? And so I'm just so excited for Potomac to come back. Yeah, I agree. I feel like 
Potomac season one was like the little housewives engine that could. And people were like, yes. eh, I don't know. But like mm-hmm. the true housewives, crazy people like us were like, no, give it a shot. And mm-hmm. then, like you said, season two really picked up steam. And I just feel like from what we've seen in the, the teasers for season five, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to be really intense. It's going to be funny because, you know, those girls are the shade queens. Karen and Monique and Little Miss Ashley, they give me life. I am <laughs> yes. ready to uh, meet Dr. Wendy. Yes, um, we just We just actually got some breaking Housewives news because oh. it was announced that the Lisa Vanderpump dog show is a go. Oh, yes. I guess there was a, uh, you know, a promo for it last night and Lisa just tweeted about it. What are our thoughts on this? No, uh, this is our first breaking show. news in the podcast. <laughs> What's and our we've thoughts got on the dog show? <laughs> send it back I don't need it <laughs> I kind of agree but I also feel like justified that like all of us predicted this during puppy gate did we not right oh totally, totally. well and I'm friends with John Blizzard so it's oh. funny <laughs> so I kind of knew this was coming but I don't need it I don't I honestly yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see what they do with it me too and I I don't know I it's I just don't know how much. Yeah, like, what, what is it going to be? Yeah, what, what gonna is it going to be about? Right, what's it going to be? <laughs> yeah, the I dog, don't know. Dogs can't talk, so exactly. <laughs> I can't, I'm just predicting it's going to be. We're going to see them get rehomed, but like, right? Is that yeah. going to be the show that I need to see? Probably not. I don't oh, yeah. Know. Wow. Um, well, that was good. Props to all the work that they do at the. I don't, I don't want to discount no, yeah, all the it's work a they good, do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's a great I, thing. Totally. I just don't need to watch it on TV. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Before you go, I did I see this correctly that you sell housewives masks during this yes. awful pandemic? What I was tell, like, <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, I was like, if we're gonna be wearing masks, which everyone please wear a mask. <laughs> yes. Let's wear cute ones. Let's wear funny ones. So yeah. you know, I'm just putting like housewives gifts and stuff on masks. Facesbybravo.threadless.com. It's in the links in my bio as well. And people are starting to receive them and they're loving them. I love, I purchased a few of my own. It's, it's always a conversation starter when you're out, yes. you know, when I have Kim Richards looking you right in the face, <laughs> or, you know, you're at the grocery store in the wine aisle and my mask says, do I want to go out and get drunk? Yes. With Sonia <laughs> on it. amazing (laughs) i love that that's fantastic i love it steve thank you so much for spending some time with us this was so much fun yes thanks for having me i really appreciate it absolutely we're definitely gonna have to have you back because clearly you're a good luck charm because there was breaking news today yes (laughs) yes absolutely anytime yeah Yeah, so make sure to follow steve at face by bravo um you will not be disappointed it's fantastic (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, who is being such a liar, Camille. You're such a f-ing liar, Camille. All right, mine goes to Ramona saying she can't find a man unless he's in the 1%. Come on, Ramona, get off your high horse. Like, I loved the response to the guy that she was talking to because he was like not having it at all. I agree with you 100%. We we both have the same pick this week because my jaw hit the floor when she said that. Mm-hmm. I was like, what me are too. you? Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's enough that you say that you have like 60 friends. But right. It's like but now, now you're just... Yeah, now you're claiming to be, you know, amongst the uh, Bill Gates and the uh, 
Jeff Bezos of the world. <laughs> right. Like, you know, get over it, Ramona. So I'm glad we both agree on this yes. one. Okay, let's move on to who's going to check us, boo. Who's going to check me, boo? Oh, well, my check me, boo moment of the week has got to go to the reality team mogul herself, Chris Jenner. Mm-hmm who made a cameo on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and- I love this. <laughs> had the most epic yet subtle donation of $25,000 during the auction at Kyle's party. I mean, the way she did it was just the biggest boss move ever. She just sort of lifted her paddle and like it itched her eyebrow. It was <laughs> so subtle yet so powerful and like everything about it was amazing. I really feel like- I don't want her to be on Beverly Hills, but I want her to make more cameos. I'll say that. Oh, I would love for her to make some more cameos. Yes. Uh, I was gonna, I was definitely going to pick that one, but I, fi- I figured I should uh, do another one because there was a lot to choose from. But it just, it also just shows how freaking rich the uh, Beverly Hills Housewives are. Oh, like, they are so, so rich. It's crazy. Ramona, you want to talk about the 1%? Go to Beverly Hills. Sis. Right, go to Beverly Hills. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, mine is, mine goes to Luann because she is the most level-headed of the group this season because I feel like what Dorinda did to her, I would be so mad. Oh. And like, you know, she was so upset. I felt so bad for her. She you know, She just kind of left the situation, didn't want it to get any more heated. So she went to a hotel, but like the next morning she's like, you know what? No big deal. We're just going to move on. Yeah. I thought, well, you know what? Way to handle it. I mean, granted the night before she did have like that whole meltdown with Sonia, but I did, (laughs) I did appreciate how she handled the Dorinda situation. I completely agree. I mean, episode after episode this season, I feel like Luann has proven to be so level-headed. I guess I would attribute it to her, working on a more sober life. But as you said, mm-hmm. you know, she had a little spat with Sonia after a few glasses of rosé. And I, I do think she's clearly toying with letting herself have a drink or two. And But again, like you said, the next morning, she was able to move on with Dorinda and Sonia. And I kind of like that. It's like, go hard and have the spat. But you know what? Wake up and be like, oh, we were acting a fool. Like everyone admit, right. ed- everyone admit their mistakes, hug it out and move on. And move on. I yeah. thought that was great. I liked. I liked how the ladies handled it. That yes. Night. All right, Joe. What? A, this was a fun episode. This Lots was. to get to. This. I'm so happy that all the housewives are back. We got back. tons of news. Yes. Great interviews. So this was a great show. So Absolutely. like always, love running down the housewives with you. Always. All right. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. But if you need your housewives fixed before then, head on over to usmagazine.com, where we've got you covered. We'll see you guys next week.